Well, welcome everybody to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. We are so grateful and so blessed that you are listening to us today. My name is Dr. Jared Oxendorf. And I'm Dr. Evan Eigen, and we are the doctors at Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria, Minnesota. And our goal is to change the way that people view and manage their health. And our greatest uh, accomplishment through this podcast is to reach as many people as we possibly can. We envision our communities as one of the healthiest communities in the world. And the way that we get there is by promoting and visualizing and producing into you and into your health five pillars of your health. These five essentials can include your mindset, the way that we exercise, the way that we eat and consume our food through nutrition, the physical attributes of our body and subluxation and the damage that the spine can actually cause in you. And ultimately, how do we discontinue to minimize toxins in a toxic world? If you can apply these five essentials to your daily life, it will empower you to have better health for you and your family for the rest of your life. Welcome to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. My name is Chris Valentine from 100.7 Kick FM, your host, joined in studio as always by Dr. Jared and Dr. Evan. Guys, good to have you in here again. Today, we're going to be talking about the nervous uh, system and I guess the number one thing that people are missing in their health, correct? Yeah, man. We're getting into February now and now that January is almost gone and people are realizing that all these health goals that they set for themselves just aren't working as good as they want to. And people aren't losing the weight that they want. They're not getting healthier. They're not feeling better about themselves. They're not. And a lot of people who did try to exercise in January are feeling sore and they're hurting, or maybe they strained something already and they hurt themselves. And we want to talk about the number one thing that most Americans are missing when it comes to their health, because in America, we are inundated with information. We spend more money than any other country in the world on our health care. But yet when we look at our health outcomes, they're not very good. Okay, We are, what, 5% of the world's population. We have 350-some million people in our country. We're 5% of the world's population, yet we take over 85% of the world's medications. So if taking more medications, having all this access to exercise facilities, having all of this research done on nutrition and the latest fad diets, if that's all it was that it took to be healthy, you would think we'd be one of the healthiest countries in the world. But where do you think we actually rank when we look at ourselves compared to other industrialized countries? Near the bottom, probably, right? We are 37th out of the 37 top industrialized countries in the world when it comes to overall health. So we are definitely missing something when it comes to taking care of our bodies and keeping our bodies well in America. Yeah, I think that one of the best questions that people can ask themselves at this time is, is how is your health, right? How is your health? How is your family's health? How is your spouse's health? If you have children or grandchildren, how is their health? And this is a, a serious question that a lot of people neglect to ask themselves every year or maybe every month or every quarter or whatever it may be. We have to be constantly looking at our health. Your health is not just given to you. You actually have to work at health as you do at cultivating a garden or whatever it may be in your life. If you're going to work on something and you want it to grow or you want it to expand, you have to dedicate some time to your health. And so there's a lot of different facets that we want to talk about today because usually disease in somebody is multifactorial. It's not just one thing that causes disease or dysfunction, but there is one thing that we generally see in our office that a lot of people are missing. Most people, they can go to the gym like Dr. Evan was talking about at the beginning of the year. They can kind of make maybe focus on the new fad diet that's coming out, or maybe they can read some self-help books and some personal help books, and they're, they're trying to get into the right mindset. Or maybe they've gone to a, a fast or they're trying to detox, and they've done all these great things, which is all facets of health. But the number one thing that we typically see that people are missing is the neglect of their spinal cord and their nervous system. 
ultimately, when we talk to people about their spinal cord and nervous system, a lot of people don't understand, like, what does it do? What is the importance of your nervous system? What's the importance of how it relates to your health? How does the nervous system even cause disease in our body? Well, to answer that very, very simply and easily, there was a medical doctor that did a ton of research. He took 96 different cadavers, and within those 96 cadavers, he found 212 different diseases happening in these cadavers. These are called the Windsor autopsies. And what he did is he actually traced from the spine, he traced from the spine every single nerve root that came out that went to the internal organs within the body, and he found a nearly a 98% correlation of disease of the internal organs and disease of that spinal nerve root. So what does that mean in layman's terms? Simply, it means that the more damage that's on your spine, the more damage that's on your nervous system, the more disease and dysfunction that you're going to ultimately have as you age and grow. So the question that you have to ask is, when was the last time that you had your nervous system evaluated? When did you have the, the x-rays taken of your spine to see how healthy it is? You see, when we go in for surgery, whether it's here in Heartland, right at, at, the, at the surgical center here in town in Alexandria, Minnesota, what do the surgeon always do? Well, they'll do a couple different things. One, they take an x-ray first. Two, they do an MRI. Or three, they do some type of CT scan to find out exactly what they're dealing with, right? They have a good clear-cut picture of what's happening or what's going on in that person's body before they actually open you up or go in. If you go to a dentist, what does a dentist do? They take x-rays of your teeth, Chris. Mm -hmm. And what are they looking for? When they take those x-rays of the teeth, what do they look for? Abnormalities, uh, different areas that may have issues. You're absolutely right. We're looking for cavities. We're looking Mm -hmm. for degeneration. We're looking for those abnormalities because if there is a problem, then great. You can get that specific tooth, that very, very specific place that having the issue and actually take care of it before it becomes maybe a root canal or a full-blown disease or an infection within your jaw. The similar things that we do with chiropractic care, when we look at your nervous system, we want to take x-rays of your spine. The majority of our patients that come in from off the street, guess what? They don't have x-rays, Chris. Mm-hmm. We ask, like, what, have you ever seen your spine? Have you ever <laughs> looked at your nervous system? They're like, well, what are you talking about? Your spine is a direct correlation to how healthy your nervous system is. Your, your spine is a direct correlation to how well your nerve, nerve roots are actually working and developing. And so that is one of the biggest things that we need to talk about today is the importance of that nervous system, the importance of your brain, your spinal cord, and ultimately those nerve roots coming out of you. A lot of people probably don't think it's important though, because when I'm scrolling through my phone and, and like Facebook, I see the ads, you know, fast, do this fast, do this workout, do this. I never see one that says, how's your spinal cord? So, exactly. And uh, unfortunately, it even our medical system really neglects how important your nervous system really is. Now, obviously, if you have a pinched nerve, people don't understand that that is a problem because they're only focused on pain. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, only 7% of your entire nerves throughout your body and your spinal cord are sensory nerves, which means that they control pain or pressure or touch or heat sensitivities like that. The other 90 plus percent of the nerves in your body control the function of every organ, every muscle, and every single cell in your body. So your brain has the master control of everything that happens in your body. In order for your heart to beat, in order for your lungs to breathe, in order for your digestive system to digest food, your brain has to constantly be sending messages down your spinal cord, out through the nerve roots that exit from your spine, and then go out throughout every single area of your body. And that's what's controlling the function. And if there's any interference in that system, meaning that your brain cannot communicate through a certain nerve root to a certain area of your body, that area of your body is not going to function at 100%. And if you continue to leave that interference in the nervous system, it's going to start to degenerate. It's going to start to lead to a degenerative process. And that's going to lead to abnormal cell growth, which leads to a disease starting in the body. 
just like Dr. Jared was talking about with these Windsor autopsies, it's not that the spine had a problem and that's what caused the disease. The spine had a problem which interfered with the brain's ability to communicate properly through that nerve root. And then that nerve root controlled a certain area of the body that was not getting the proper signals from the brain, which caused a decrease in function and left unattended to that decrease in function always leads to a disease process happening in that area of the body, which is why when people come in, we can correlate based upon their symptoms that they're having. Like we have somebody fill out a history form and they're like, yes, I've been having high blood pressure or heart problems or I've been having digestive issues. We know exactly what area of the spine to look at. And always, always, always we correlate and we see problems that start at the spinal level. We call it subluxation, meaning that something has shifted out of its normal alignment in the spine that is irritating or interfering with a nerve root. And that is what is causing that area of the body, whether it's the heart, whether it's the digestive system, whatever it is, to not function properly. As long as we can remove that interference, the body does an amazing thing, which is called healing itself. Our bodies does not need anything outside of it to heal. All it needs is no interference. As long as we can remove that interference from the body itself and your brain can recommunicate and reconnect to that area, your body will heal. What are the main reasons that somebody would have uh, subluxation or whatnot? Is it always an injury, like a previous injury, or is it just bad posture, or is it uh, a very of things? All the above, Chris. Um, You know, when we look at subluxation and we look at interference, interference can be uh, one of three things or all three things, right? So it can be chemical, it can be emotional, or it can be physical. Those are all the major things that really cause dis-ease or problems within our body. So the more that we can look into and dig into those uh, those inflammatory subluxations, whether it's emotional, chemical, um, or, or physical, the more we can actually help that person decrease the inflammatory response in their in their body as well, which ultimately helps their body can continue to communicate, like Dr. Evan was just talking about. One of the best analogies that you can you can I can break down what Dr. Evan was talking about to kind of put it into layman's term and really simplify it is that if the listeners would just think about almost like a tree, if you think about a big, tall oak tree right now for just a second, imagine a big, tall oak tree in your brain. In the center of the tree is what it's called the trunk, right? Mm -hmm. And off the trunk come major branches. Those branches give rise to other little branches that eventually get to the leaves or the fruit or whatever's at the edge of of that tree. So when Dr. Evans talking about kind of how that body's communicating, whether it goes to the heart or the lungs or our digestive tract or even the internal organs of, of our sexually reproductive organs or whatever it may be, the tree is the exact same. And so if, if we have somebody that's, that's cutting on a major branch, like right off the trunk, well, what's going to happen to everything along that branch, Chris? Mm-hmm. It starts to have a major problem. So we can look at the end product, right? We can look at the leaves or the fruit at the end of wherever that branch kind of leads. And it might look like that fruit or the leaves are having a disease issue, right? Maybe they're wilting. Maybe they're not growing fruit on the edge of that branch. Maybe it's not, something's not happening. So we can, we can spray it. We could water it. We could do all sorts of things. We could talk to that tree. We could have positive affirmations around that tree. But until that person stops cutting on that major branch, right? It's never going to restore that full communication and all that nutrition through that whole branch. So the branch will never get better. So that's in essence what we do as chiropractic is like you have this major trunk that runs up and down the center of your body and your being. It's called your spinal cord and your spinal column. Outside of the spinal column comes those major branches that give rise to all the little branches that go to your cells, your tissues, and your 
in your organs inside your body. So if there's a major problem right on that major branch, like we just talked about, it will cause problems throughout that whole branch and that whole branch system all the way out to those internal organs and all the way down to the cellular level. And so the medical model, right? We have two different ways of, of kind of looking at things in our country. We have the kind of the medical model and then we have more of a natural pathic type of model, right? The medical model will ultimately look at the end product. They always look at whether it's the heart or the lungs or the kidney or the digestive tract or whatever it may be. They'll look at the end product and go, okay, we're having dysfunction because it shows on some test. We'll have dysfunction in this area of the body. So we have to give you this medication. To cover it up, right? You, well, maybe not necessarily. They, well, they think that it's it's helping, right? Mm -hmm. And it might be at the same time. If we have high blood pressure, don't get me wrong. I mean, jeepers. I mean, if you're 220 over 150 or whatever it is, yeah, get into the medical model, get into the emergency system, get that blood pressure lower. But then the second question you have to ask yourself, Chris, is, is why did it go up, right? Why did it happen? What caused it? And a lot of people don't ask that simple question. We just take a simple pill that gets our numbers into this given range, and now we think that we're healthy. Well, if we take that medication away from somebody, Chris, guess what happens to the numbers? Yeah, it spikes back up. They just go way out of whack again. So the anybody that's on medication, I'm not saying that it's good or bad. We're not medical doctors. I can't tell you to be on medication. I can't tell you to get off of the medication. But what I can tell you, though, is to ask yourself a simple question. If you were to take away the medication that you're currently on right now, what would happen to those numbers? If the numbers go out of alignment, ask yourself the next question. Are you truly healthy? Is your body doing exactly what it's doing? Or the next question you could ask yourself is, what's happening with my numbers every six months to a year? Are they decreasing? Are they continuing to increase? Am I going on more medication? Because if you're going on more medication, that's simply stating that your disease process is building inside their body and you have to look at something else in order to get on top of that disease process before it continues to riddle your body and ultimately takes your life. Is that the same for diseases that are uh, they so-called hereditary, like high blood pressure? You know, it's like my dad had high blood pressure. I have it too. That can be still be corrected and fixed though through proper care, right? Absolutely it can. You know, Research shows that so many of these diseases that we call hereditary really are more of a factor of lifestyle because a lot of people live the same lifestyles that they grew up in. You know, if you're if your parents were overweight and sedentary and didn't take care of themselves and made unhealthy meals, more than likely the children are going to be sedentary and make unhealthy meals. And so they're going to deal with a lot of those same type of lifestyle illnesses. Now, there is a very small percentage of hereditary diseases that can be traced to genetics, but your genetic disposition does not mean that you're going to have a certain outcome. Okay. There is a research that's been done that's been called epigenetics. And basically what they researched is it's your lifestyle decisions, the things you choose to do, whether it's not taking care of your spine or not exercising or eating certain types of foods that can actually turn on or turn off certain genes in your body. So if you have a certain gene in your body that does give you a predisposition to having high blood pressure or having cancer or having some sort of heart disease, yes, if you don't live the correct lifestyle, those genes are going to get activated and it's going to start to give you more of a chance of having those certain types of diseases. But if you can actually change your lifestyle, if you can uh, do things to help get your body to function at its highest level possible, you can actually turn off of those genes and really dramatically decrease your chances of ever coming down with those same illnesses that have plagued your family for generations. 
Yeah, we see that quite a bit in our office, which is, you know, it's almost like you, you'll stop that generational trend uh, of disease patterns. Uh-huh. And then and then somebody will say, well, that's the we're the first one in the family that doesn't have X or we're the first one that didn't do this, right? Or didn't come down with this. And I always we always ask the question, well, what did you do different the last maybe year, six months, two years, five years, 10 years that you've been under care or really working at your wellness? And they can they can easily point out this is what I do with my lifestyle that's different than that other person's lifestyle. And so absolutely less than 10% of all disease out there is actually related to our genes and uh, that was given to you. And so again, it's God's given us some great cards. It's just how do we play those cards and ultimately how are we continuing to uh, build a better lifestyle in and around us. And that's ultimately what we strive for in our office is how do we just continue to empower people to really empower these five essentials that we talk about. And mainly the number one thing is, is your nervous system. We always ask the question in our office too, if we were to cut the nerve to your heart, right? What would happen to your heart, Chris? Mm -hmm. It's done. It's done. So I can give you all the organic food, right? I could detox you. We could exercise you. We could do many different things. We could talk positive to that nerve to your heart, but until that actual nerve supply gets fixed, the heart is not going to work and it's not going to function correctly. So again, with all the people out there that are listening, we want to make sure that you're really focusing in this year, uh, maybe the next two months, four months, six months, no matter where you're at in the world, make sure that you're really focusing in on your spinal column and ultimately how is your nervous system working? Is it working to the best and most optimal that it possibly can, can work? So if you find issues in somebody's spine, how long does it take to correct? Is it like a, a one shot, one, a couple, a uh, couple adjustments, you're good to go? Or is, is everything different? You don't really know. We don't really know until we actually take an x-ray and see exactly what the underlying causes are. How long has that damage been in there? And what type of a process is it going to take? And every single patient gets an individualized care plan in our office based upon what we see on their x-rays. And um, sometimes it can take weeks. Sometimes it can take months. Sometimes it can take years to stop a degenerative process and start correcting uh, somebody's spine to get the pressure off the nervous system and allow somebody to be able to function and heal the way that they were designed. But the biggest difference in our office is that we are a proactive healthcare office. Unfortunately, so many people that live in our medical model, that allopathic model, it's reactionary. They're, they think that, oh, as long as I'm not in pain or as long as I'm not running a fever, as long as I'm not showing symptoms, then I must be fine. But yet, All these things, the two leading causes of death in America right now from a disease process are cancer and heart disease. Because when do you feel these developing in your body, Chris? You really don't. Exactly. Until it's too late. So if we go through our life just worrying and judging our health off the way we feel, it's a very scary way to end up in a bad situation because by the time that you actually have a major problem, it's already too late. But yet when we can focus on being proactive in our health, when we can teach people how their bodies are meant to heal and how their bodies can heal and overcome anything, as long as they keep the proper alignment in their spine and taking care of their nervous system, it changes the way people have an outlook on their health and they can take control. And that's the biggest thing that we can empower our patients with is you have control of your health. You just have to do the right things to allow your body to function the way that it was designed. 
So when somebody comes into our office, Evan was saying that we that we look at x-rays, right? And so a lot of people don't even know what an x-ray should look like. And so what an x-ray should look like is from the front when we take, we take four pictures typically of people, if they have more severe like things like migraines and everything else going on, we take a couple extra pictures of the upper part of the neck to see um, how a certain bone is actually moving or sliding if it's got laxity. But the, the typical person that comes into office, we end up taking probably anywhere from two to four x-rays on. And what we look at here is, is we look at how straight up and down the body is from the front to the back. And ultimately, do you have the curves that it needs from the sides? This is called what's called anatomical position. And so if somebody were to Google anatomical position, or if you were to Google spine anatomy chart, your Google thing is going to show up and it's going to show what the normal position of the spine looks like. When the body is in that normal position, what research has shown is that the brain is able to communicate down through the cord, out through the nerves at the best, at nearly 100% of what it's supposed to actually communicate. When the spine goes out of alignment, we cause that subluxation that we were talking about. All it takes, Chris, is about the weight of a dime and it starts shutting that nerve root off anywhere from 40 to 60%. Hmm. Okay? And this is where people might notice it at first, but then their body acclimates and it adapts to it. And then we don't notice things until the symptoms obviously gets greater and the disease builds in that area of the body. It's very similar to if you took glasses, if you had glasses, Chris, and you put them on top of your head like your sunglasses, mm -hmm. you'd feel it at first, but you walk around for 10 minutes and then pretty soon you're asking people like, hey, have you seen my sunglasses, mm -hmm. right? Your body adapts to that pressure, just like the body will adapt to abnormal pressure or things going on inside. The body is really, really good at adapting to its environment to keep you alive and keep you moving forward. It thinks about short-term things, Chris. It doesn't think about long-term future things. What it does is it's immediate. It's like, what can I do right now to keep you going, keep you thriving, and keep your body alive? Short-term, yes, great solution. Long-term, not so good because it builds that disease process by allowing that to stay present in our body. The body can only adapt for so long. Similar to if you're filling a bucket with water, you only can contain that water for so long before it spills over and causes a major mess uh, on the floor or in your life. I've got a question. Uh, out of the new patients that you generally see, what percentage are in there because they're experiencing pain and what percentage are totally fine? They feel great, but they just want to maintain, like you said, Dr. Evan. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, pain or symptoms is the greatest motivator. So mm -hmm. I would say the vast majority of the patients we see in our office are currently experiencing some sort of symptomatology in their body that they want to get corrected. However, they, we love seeing patients come in that are like, I feel great. I just want to maintain my health and allow my body to keep functioning at its highest level possible. And those are the people that get it. And those are the people that, you know, when they can have that mindset, they are going to do the, the greatest and maintain the health for as long as their bodies is alive, which is uh, the greatest thing that we can see in our office. And uh, we focus a lot on children in our office. You know, children are our greatest passion. We want to see, just like we talked about earlier, generations be healthy. And we want to see generations change for the better. And so when a new patient comes in, we always ask is, how's your family doing? You know, like, yes, we want to take care of you, but let's take care of your kids. Let's get your kids checked and make sure that their spines are doing okay. And we always get kind of weird looks like, well, my kids are fine. They're not in pain. I'm the one in pain. It's like, well, great. We're going to help you, but we want to make sure your kids never get to this same spot that you're in because the sooner we can get to a child to keep their spine in proper alignment, we give them a greater opportunity and the greatest potential to live the healthiest life possible. And we have a lot of patients too in our office that have been there for four, five, six years. You know, they're they're going on to their wellness plans. And so, yes, we have those people that are motivated by their pain or by a disease process happening in their body, and they want it immediately 
so-called immediately fixed, right? Um, and so there's a lot of people seeking that out because there's a lot of hurt in the world right now. And there's a lot of people in pain or dealing with disease and dysfunction, which is true. But at the same time, it's like, you have to ask the question like, okay, so if we get you well and your symptoms go away, how long do you want to stay well, Chris? Forever. Yeah, for the yeah. rest of your life. And that's what most people answer. And that's kind of the smart way to answer. And so a lot of times people will choose their wellness or their maintenance packages in our office. They'll choose that once a week if they're an ongoing athlete or somebody that's super active, or maybe it's every other week, or maybe if it's in once a month that they're getting in and just having that spinal tune up, maintaining that proper alignment, that proper function, and ultimately the proper restoration of their spine that they work so hard to get to. And so again, whenever somebody's really feeling well, there's two things that they usually do. Either one, they'll continue to do what got them well, or two, they say, well, I'm not, now I'm well, and I'm going to stop doing whatever I did to get me well. And then guess what comes back about three to six months later? Mm-hmm. Everything that, you know, that they came in with the first place. And so we always encourage people to make sure that you're taking care of your spine, make sure that you're on a wellness or a maintenance plan, making sure that you're really dedicating a lot of that, um, kind of your, your, your so-called wellness care to maintaining what we're, what we're correcting. Similar to like, if you want every, if you, if you brush your teeth every day, well, why would you ever stop brushing your teeth? Right. You <laughs> wouldn't, right. You're going to brush your teeth every day, twice a day, three times a day, whatever it is to make sure that your, your teeth don't rot. Well, you should be doing the same thing for your spine as well. What are you doing for spinal hygiene to make sure that that spine doesn't degenerate and deteriorate? So for those of you listening right now who are kind of blown away at like, wow, I've never heard healthcare explained like this. And you've never had an x-ray of your spine. We want to invite you into our office. We are opening our office up for a day. It's going to be February 20th. It's going to be a Monday and you need to call in advance because the spots are going to fill up very quickly, but you can come into our office, see what we do and sit down with either Dr. Jared or myself. We'll go through a full history an examination process with you, and then we will take a full set of x-rays. And if you would go to a hospital and have these same set of x-rays taken, it would cost well over $500. But we're going to do it at our office at an extremely discounted rate for that. In fact, it might even be free for those of you who call and hear uh, and say, I heard you on our your podcast and I want to get my nervous system checked out. Well, I was going to ask, I was like, people might be thinking, well, I don't have insurance. How could I go see these guys? I can't afford that. We work extremely hard to keep care affordable in our office, and uh, we definitely want to make sure that we give everybody the opportunity to know exactly what their spine and what their nervous system is doing so that they can make the best choice for their health and be proactive in their health. So for those of you listening right now, call our office 320-762-2055 and schedule your exam and x-rays in our office, especially for February 20th. That's a Monday, February 20th to get into our office and have your spine and nervous system checked for free. Yeah, and this is our community day. We call it a patient appreciation day. We call it a community appreciation day. Um, it's one of uh, maybe three or four days that we do this throughout the whole entire year. Um, it's just one of our special days where we try to serve our community the best we can, the highest standards, because let's face it, there's a lot of people that you're right, Chris, They maybe they can't afford to get in to get certain x-rays or they can't afford to do this or whatever it is. So this is a way that we can give back to our community and allow everybody the opportunity to get those x-rays and to actually see for themselves how well is their spine developing is there degeneration is there bone spurs is there something going on in there right now that's going to cause problems maybe three months six months a year two years three years down the road so you can be proactive in your health versus reactive in your health 
Now, we, we, we limit our x-rays to our children. We don't necessarily x-ray kids unless they have something really, really severe going on um, in their spine. And so uh, typically when kids get to their growth uh, phases, that's where you want to start looking at their spine. Because if there's a scoliosis developing in a kid's spine, you can get on top of it and you can actually prevent that scoliosis from, from getting quite worse. And ultimately, kids developing some major, uh, major problems with their spine or their nervous system as they age. And so there's a certain limitation as far as like, where do we x-ray? What do we do? Um, with kids. And again, everybody's super new, unique when they come into our office. Everybody has unique goals. Everybody has unique needs. And so we just try to meet those wherever we possibly can. How is your spine? How is your nervous system? Reach out to Dr. Jared, Dr. Evan, and uh, find out. I guess that's the best recommendation. So guys, thanks for uh, coming in today. We appreciate it. It's been another edition of the Achieve My Wellness podcast. Thanks, thanks Chris. Chris.